It's time for the car doctor on AM 950 WROL. Got a car question? Call us at 617-770-3030. That's 617-770-3030. Now, here's the car doctor, John Paul, on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. Good Saturday morning, everyone. This is John Paul, the Car Doctor, and happy 4th of July. You're listening to a special pre-recorded version of the Car Doctor program. So no phone calls, please, and have a happy and safe 4th of July. Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor, and with me today is Seamus Mulligan. Everybody knows him from the Feast of Irish Music, famous Seamus, and just nearly as famous, Paul Sullivan from Sullivan Tire and Auto Service Center. I've known Paul for the better part of, I think, 35 years, just a, just a great business. And Paul, uh, thank you for joining us on WROL today. And, you know, really, we look at Sullivan Tire. They've been around since 1955. How did Sullivan Tire get its start? Where, what was what was the beginnings of Sullivan Tire be, before the before what we know today? Good afternoon to you. Uh, it's great to be on the car, Doctor, and it's great to be with Seamus from the Irish Hit Parade. Yep, absolutely. So Sullivan Tire, founded in 1955, under the guiding principle of loyalty. My father was running a tire store in Boston. There were seven children at home. We had just moved from Dorchester to Hanson when he was told by the auditing team in Akron that he would have to lay off three of his employees. Right away, he said to himself, these employees helped me, helped my family. We were able to realize a new home Realize the American dream, so I don't think I can lay them off. He decided to think it over on his way home that night. It was serendipity right in front of him at a stop sign in Rockland, about uh, 22 miles south of Boston. There was a sign, business for rent, Washburn Tire, see Mrs. Washburn. He had just lost her husband. He had a garage. I call it a garage because the tires were able to be stored indoors, but no vehicle could enter. Everything had to be outdoors on the uh, cement uh, apron. And there were two hot cap molds for retreading. So my father talked to to Mrs. Washburn and uh, she would rent out the the building. Uh, my father said to himself, you know, let me get back to you. I'm going to check with the missus. He went home to my mother that night and said, you know, I think I'm going to go into business for myself. Uh, the company had asked me to lay off some employees who I'm very close to. I can't do it. And the next morning, he gave his notice and went into business for himself in Rockland, Massachusetts. That certainly is, is amazing. And, and the idea that that business came from that really a truly humble beginnings, that, that 
what really amounted to a, a small little garage. And I remember seeing the seeing the pictures and the murals of of what that looked like when it was Washburn Tire and how you've turned into the the company you are today is is just it's an amazing sixty year story. Well, you you know, but this the sixty years it certainly is a lot of long time, John. <laughs> but uh, it's representative representative of the great people we have and all the people we have, all the all the great uh, support people we have, our legal counsel, our accounting, outside accounting, certainly uh, our relationships with the local banks, people like yourself, AAA, the people who help us get the message out there, the medium is critical to the message in any type of marketing. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you have to work hard at it. You have to work each and every day, and you have to care about your employees. Going back to the principle of loyalty, if your employees are not getting ahead in their personal life, why do it? Why do it? Then you're turning your back on them. We're not going to turn our back on our people. And uh, as I mentioned, without being redundant, that is the guiding principle. Paul, that is a significant piece of your history. And without a doubt, this is Seamus Mulligan, and I'm just chiming in here at this point. But at first you started and you were a tire store. But that's not the whole story. What else do you do? Well, you know, once again, excellent question. We do a tremendous amount, probably as much auto service as anybody in New England. Uh, we have certified auto techs at each and every Sullivan Tire location. We uh, certainly do truck tire retreading. Uh, we're a distributor of 14 brands of tires. Uh, we have uh, tremendous business channels throughout New England uh, representing quality and trust. And this is John again. It is just when I when I talk about uh, when it's through our AAA approved auto repair network, and and people think about where to go to get their car repaired. I know the level of service training that the technicians and, in fact, even even the tire crews there go through to make sure that they're doing the job with the right equipment, the best equipment, in the most efficient manner to be able to help your customer and our AAA members to be able to get their car repaired the first time uh, and get it repaired correctly. And your your training is a lot different than some of the other shops. And there's a lot of good sh- shops out there, but your training is completely different because you have a training program in place. You have you have people that are are there both uh, on site and through Sullivan Tire and other training networks you go with. So it it is it's uh, Sullivan Tire, but it's Sullivan Tire, and it's a complete it's a complete car care facility. You can get your maintenance done, check engine lights, any, uh, just about any kind of maintenance, timing belts replaced, and I know even in some of the stores, uh, even some heavy duty engine work done. So it really is a complete car care center. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, we'll fix 
anything in the automobile. And now, as a matter of fact, we've somewhat graduated to doing medium commercial, which is truck auto uh, truck service. So we're doing uh, alignments. We're doing brakes on trucks uh, at some of our truck tire locations. But uh, going back to our people who are doing the uh, auto service, we do have an ongoing training program which you need to have in place because of the technology, the rapid changing in the automobile. And uh, certainly it can make consumers frustrated. But uh, with your great help, John, and AAA, and uh, battling the right to repair, giving people a choice, we, we think people, we know people are deserving of a choice. And uh, we hope to be one of the choices but we know that we have to earn it each and every day. Well, this is Seamus coming back to you again, Paul, and the question is this. No mergers, no acquisitions, no getting into the public sector, and you were still family-owned. I think it's a fantastic tribute to you, and also you're competing with the Giants, and you were still there with a quality name, a quality brand, and quality service. Well, thank you, but... uh that's a result, Seamus, of having great people work with you who are dedicated, who want to win. I mean, to all of us, it is our field. It's our field of dreams. And uh, although uh, some of the senior Sullivans may at times feel like they have realized the dream, we know that there were 1,300 other people who need to get there. And 1,300 employees is a huge number of employees, a huge number of people, like like you said, Paul, that um, your father uh, bought the house in Hanson, realized the American dream, and that's the same dream you want for all of your employees. And I know when I go into one of your stores and I see employees from 30 years ago, that are store managers, service managers, a variety of you know, supervisors in, in different positions. And you see these folks, and they're there because they have done exactly what your father did and what you did, realize that dream because it's part of a, a company that truly cares about their employees and, and really wants them to succeed as much as you want your business to succeed. Well, thank you. Thank you, uh... You know, in 1971, John and Seamus, 1971, we had eight employees. And uh, to think of today that we have 1,300, the people are all vested in profit sharing, 401K, educational opportunities to help uh, defer the cost of education, maybe for children, maybe grandchildren. We still have a holiday uh, holiday club uh, going back to many, many years. My father always thought one of the two hardest things for people is to budget for Christmas. So we have that in place, and we have also uh, the second being the cost of education, which is continues to skyrocket. But uh, we hope to alleviate some of that uh, burden that's on families. 
Well, that is just great. Now, one of the questions that uh, everybody is interested in is the necessity for advertising. And I understand that you guys just signed Justin Pedroia on for a three-year extension. And this has to be a great shot in the arm. It is a good shot Good shot in the arm. And uh, Justin Pedroia, I somewhat emulates our people. They're hustlers. They'll play hard. They want to win. But they want to. They know they're in the public limelight somewhat. And uh, they know that uh, it all comes down to trust and providing value and being good family people. So Dustin Pedroia certainly is a uh, terrific baseball player. But more importantly to us, He's a great dad, he loves his family, and he's a great husband. And just one extension to that, I know that we're listening and obviously catering to an Irish-American population and many others at this point. Where did the Sullivans hail from? Where did this all start? Great-grandparents, County Kerry. Up Kerry! You got it. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Well, I can assure you there are many people out there that are very proud of you, very, very many people in this demographic area that are so from the county Kerry and, of course, the neighboring county Cork, but they're going to be thrilled to hear that all the Sullivans came, and it's a great name still in County Kerry. Well, thank you very much. That's kind, but uh, Seamus, our first full-time employee, was from Limerick Island. Tim Fitzgerald, and our second full-time employee six months after was from Abruzzi, Italy, <laughs> named Angelo Diagostino, and John Paul knows them both well. Uh, both, both Angelo and Tim. Again, it's some of you know some of the time I spent with with Tim, just learning how to talk with people and care about people and Tim was one of those Tim was one of those people that you felt when he talked to you he cared about your story he cared about how you took care of your car he and he cared about your family and he used to say to me sometimes you know you you know these these aren't customers these are going to be family and friends and what we want to do was you know the person that comes in we want you know 20 years later we want to see their kids and he said you know we've really made it when we get invited to the kids wedding Paul, it is, a pri- it is a privilege and a pleasure to have you advertising on WROL with specific consideration to the Irish-American population and the Irish programming here. It's on every Saturday from 10 to 7. It's on every Sunday now from 11 to 5. And many, many people know about you because of your presence on the Irish programming. And thanks very much for being with us. Thank you, Seamus. And in closing, I would say that each and every time I listen to the song, The Town I Love So Well, it harkens back memories of the town of Rockland, which gave us our humble start. Thank you. And, uh, uh, Paul, thanks again. Uh, it's always it's always a pleasure talking to you. And, uh, I, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just wonderful. And, and again, the, the Sullivan family and Sullivan Tire, company is just a it's a great part of the new england fabric and and thanks for uh keeping it family owned well thank you john and once again you do a terrific do- job for the many uh, AAA subscribers and providing resources 
that will help people navigate navigate their way through somewhat of a a turbulent life at times, especially with the auto service. So thank you very much. Uh, My pleasure. Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to a special edition of the Car Doctor program on this 4th of July. Hi, this is Paul Sullivan of the Sullivan Tire Company. Summer road trips are finally upon us, and we have another great deal for you. Thanks, Paul. It's our summer drive tire sale throughout July at all Sullivan Tire and Auto Service locations. If you've been putting off buying tires, now is the time to do it. Buy three, get one free, or buy one and get the second for 50% off on all Goodyear and Kelly tires in stock. Plus, save an additional $120 with the purchase of four select Goodyear tires. Find out more about the great July tire sale. Go to SullivanTire.com slash 60 years or call 877-592-TIRE. Don't miss the summer drive tire sale at Sullivan Tire. For over 60 years, our family has been servicing New England Motors. Thank you for trusting us with your vehicle and letting us grow alongside your family. The great molasses flood of 1919, they were there. The Prue pierces the skyline, 1964, they were there. 2004, Boston baseball reigns supreme again. They were there. They were there when Starrow Drive opened in 1951, and when the first flight landed at Logan in 1923, they were there. They've been here for a hundred years of Boston, uniquely Boston, City of Boston Credit Union. Memberships open to anyone living or working in Suffolk or Norfolk counties. And when it comes to loans, when you need a loan, there's no place like City of Boston Credit Union. They are there, there for you. Home loans, vehicle, tuition, energy and personal, City of Boston Credit Union, 617-635-4545. City of Boston Credit Union is NMLS number 403469 equal housing lender. Visit cityofbostoncu.com for more. City of Boston Credit Union, uniquely Boston. The staff of Salem Media Group Boston would like to wish you and your family a happy, fun, safe, and God-filled 4th of July. We know that we have the most loyal listeners, and we value them very much. So from our family to yours, God bless America, and happy 4th of July. But there ain't no cure for the summertime. Hey, has this ever happened to you? You're in a parking lot, and you're walking along, and you just can't remember exactly where you parked your car. Oh, but great. You can just sound your horn with your key fob. Unless, of course, that battery in that key fob is weak. So you can stop by our Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn, and we'll replace your key fob battery free with any purchase. Find us fast at interstatebatteries.com in Woburn. And remember, always choose outrageously dependable interstate batteries. Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to the 4th of July special edition episode. We'll be back next week live at 8.30, so save your phone calls for then. Uh, joining us on the phone is Barbara Terry. You may maybe remember her from a few years back where we had her on. We talked about her book, How Athletes Roll, 
and uh, a great book and really kind of looked into the inside of what athletes were buying for cars at the time. But um, today she is going to tell us a little bit about, and I love the headline in a news release that I read. It said, don't let your check engine light destroy your sanity. How many people drive down the road and they see that check engine light and all their they're just fixed on that or they repair it by putting a piece of tape over to put something else up on the interim panel where they can't see it anymore. Barbara, good morning and welcome to the Car Doctor program here in Boston. Hey, good morning and thanks for having me. Sure. So so what's this deal with the check engine light? You know, on, on the program here we talk about them all the time, but check engine lights make people crazy, don't they? <laughs> it is a really, uh, a really good way or let's say a bad way um, to lose your sanity. Um, and whether it's a check engine light or you know, uh, your car actually breaking down uh, because that check engine light is a serious warning and it's there for a purpose. You know, car manufacturers, as you know, spend billions of dollars in research creating these makes and models. And when that check engine light comes on, or really any light, you need to make certain to get it over to your trusted uh, car mechanic. Yeah, that, that is absolutely true. And, you know, some people think the check engine light has something to do with the engine. So they go under the hood and they, you know, check the oil and the antifreeze and make sure that's all good. Some people think it really has to do with maintenance, but it really has to do with the engine performance and how that computer is monitoring all the systems in the car. And that's where it starts to get a little bit complex. And that's why you need to find a good garage to repair it, right? Yeah, I mean, and that check engine light can also pertain to something as small as a gas cap not sitting correctly um, or an O2 sensor. There, there's a really uh, complex list of items that uh, that could be warning you about. And um, Cars.com has actually been a leader in the car shopping space since 1998. And they have launched a amazing tool. I've never seen anything like it. And it's called their service and repair feature. Um, and you can literally log on to their website under service and repair and enter your make, model, and year of your vehicle and find service centers in your neck of the woods and also find reviews of those service centers uh, where you're at. And I think that that's the important part. At AAA, we have something similar. Uh, that's my daytime job, and we have approved auto repair. And one of the things that makes uh, similar to this, it really has to do with those consumer reviews, how the consumers think they were treated. And I think one of the key questions we always ask, and I'm sure cars.com does the same thing, is would you recommend this garage to a friend? Yeah, exactly. Reviews are really crucial. Um, As this world uh, gravitates towards online shopping, I know, for instance, if I'm going to buy a new coffee maker or a water filter, I'm going to log on to certain websites, and I'm going to start looking at those reviews, see what those those people are saying, those customers are saying um, about those products, but not just about those products, but where they're buying those products. And Cars.com has actually done extensive research regarding um, consumers are already doing uh, research on customer reviews of service repair shops at car dealerships even before they buy a car at that dealership just so they'll know that they're going to be taken care of down the road. That That is a phenomenally good point because uh, when people say to me, what kind of car do I buy? One of the questions I sometimes ask them is, you know, where where are you, what's the nearest car dealership? And it's it's great if you say, oh, I found this great car, I really like it, I found it a good price. Okay. You know, one of, one of the things is you, we were talking about researching buying buying a new car, and even at that, if the, if the local dealer doesn't get a good review, is that the place you want to go to buy a good car? Probably not. I don't want to go anywhere that does not have very good reviews. Um, however, you know, I am a realist, and I, when I'm shopping online looking at reviews, 
Um, I don't assume that they're all going to be positive um, just because you can't make everybody happy. So I wouldn't let, let's say, one unhappy customer ruin, let's say, 100 good reviews. Uh, yeah, that, that's a real good point. And I think we see that with, you know, whether you're staying in a hotel and you go online to something like TripAdvisor and you see that, you know, there's 100 good reviews of this uh, great you know, hotel, and all of a sudden you see somebody says, I would never stay there. Well, you have to kind of, you have to figure a way to work that all out and see what, see what's going to work for you. Uh, you know, some of the other things that, you know, you folks looked at, you know, we talked about why these consumer reviews are so good, but, um, you know, where can, where can um, my listeners go to find out more information about this? You can log on to cars.com and look under service and repair. There's also a great tool on there um, called the Fair Price Estimator where you could literally put in what your mechanic is recommending that you have fixed on your car and see what you really should be paying versus what you should not be paying for that repair. And also on that website, I've never seen, um, and I personally have been uh, a consumer that have called around to my car manufacturers, I've called around to service centers um, for my particular makes and models um, regarding recalls. But on cars.com, you can literally find every recall that's been issued for your make and model, whether it's current or like a past recall. And in this day and time of, you know, the airbag debacle and everything else going on, we want to make sure that, you know, our cars are up to par. And if there are active recalls on our cars, we need to get those uh, recalls um, fixed. Yeah, that that is so that is so true that you know the recall sometimes there there can be pretty minor. It's just a a labeling thing, or you know something wasn't you know something you know a spare tire might rattle or something. But other times it's something critical. And like you said, with the airbag issue, where there's you know tens of millions of those cars out there that potentially can uh, harm consumers, make sure that if you're buying a car, and especially if you're your own car or maybe you're even thinking about buying a used car, make sure that if there is recalls listed, make sure they are taken care of so you know that you're going to be in a good car that's also a good safe car. Yeah, like you said, some of the recalls are minor, but there's a lot of them that pertain to safety issues, and we need to make certain that we're safe in our cars, not just for ourselves, but for our family and obviously all the other drivers on the road. That's true. That was Barbara Terry. She owns and operates Barbara Terry Racing. It's an off-road racing team, and she's also the author of the hit book, How Athletes Roll. We Remember, we had her back on back in, I think it was 2010 or so, so it was a long time ago. But you can find out more information about this valuable website. You can go to cars.com and find out more about the service and repair and a lot of other things about your car. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on AM 950 WROL, the spirit of Boston. Why don't we take a break, pay some bills, and we'll be back in a minute. What's the best way to bring people together? T-shirts. T-shirts. Custom T-shirts that you design online with custom ink. The fun, easy way to make shirts you'll love for your group or occasion. Custom ink has created over 50 million shirts for families, teams, reunions, church groups, cheerleaders, companies big and small. So go online and see how easy it is to design your own shirts with Custom Ink's online design lab. Our website has tons of fonts and amazing artwork. And our team of professional inkers will make sure your shirts turn out perfectly. Order one shirt or thousands. On-time delivery is guaranteed and we'll even ship your order absolutely free. 
Start designing your custom ink t-shirts today and see why 99% of our customers say they would order from us again. Visit customink.com. The staff of Salem Media Group Boston would like to wish you and your family a happy, fun, safe, and God-filled 4th of July. We know that we have the most loyal listeners, and we value them very much. So from our family to yours, God bless America, and happy 4th of July. Sometimes I wonder what I'm going to do, but the Hey, what's going on there? It's Kurt again, your interstate battery guy, with some thoughts about how to avoid any summertime battery blues. You should charge your batteries before you use them, whether it's for your boat, your motorcycle, your jet skis, that Power Wheels car in the corner, or your cordless yard equipment. You know, after the long winter, you need to charge them up before you use them. At the Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn, we have just the charger you need and a complete line of batteries for those that have just had it. Interstate All Batteries Center is also your storm prep center. We have a great line of flashlights, equipment, and alkaline or rechargeable batteries to get you through any power outage. So remember, we're here to help keep the fun, fun, fun in your some, some summertime. For more information, check us out at interstatebatteries.com in Woburn or stop by our store at 30 Nashville Street. For summer fun, always count on outrageously dependable Interstate Batteries. Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to the 4th of July Special Edition episode. We'll be back next week live at 8.30, so save your phone calls for then.
Hi, this is John Paul, the car doctor. You're listening to some of my favorite patriotic music on this 4th of July. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. Thank my lucky stars to be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Where there's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to a special edition of the Car Doctor program on this 4th of July. As energy prices go up, your cooling bills can make you extremely hot. But now there's a way to extinguish the problem. Mitsubishi Electric Systems can cool and heat multiple rooms or just one room at a time with no ductwork. If you think about it, why pay to cool the whole house when you only use a few rooms? Mitsubishi Electric's advanced technology gives you the most efficient, reliable way to cool or heat while cutting up to 30% off your energy bill versus traditional HVAC. Plus, they filter allergens and are quieter than a human whisper. You can even control them remotely with a smartphone or tablet. 
They're perfect for remodels, fixing hot and cold spots, or replacing your entire HVAC system. I'm Mike Francione, owner of Coastal Heating and Air Conditioning in Quincy. We at Coastal have you covered for all your heating, AC, and refrigeration needs. Call Coastal today at 617-770-0636 or visit us on the web at CoastalAHR.com. Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Live better. Hi, this is Paul Sullivan of the Sullivan Tire Company. Summer road trips are finally upon us and we have another great deal for you. Thanks, Paul. It's our summer drive tire sale throughout July at all Sullivan Tire and Auto Service locations. If you've been putting off buying tires, now is the time to do it. Buy three, get one free, or buy one and get the second for 50% off on all Goodyear and Kelly tires in stock. Plus, save an additional $120 with the purchase of four select Goodyear tires. Find out more about the great July tire sale. Go to SullivanTire.com slash 60 years or call 877-592-TIRE. Don't miss the summer drive tire sale at Sullivan Tire. For over 60 years, our family has been servicing New England Motors. Thank you for trusting us with your vehicle and letting us grow alongside your family. Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to the 4th of July Special Edition episode. We'll be back next week live at 8.30, so save your phone calls for then. Right now, with us on the phone is Wayne Carini. Wayne Carini is the host of Chasing Classic Cars on the Velocity Channel. Wayne, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor program here in Boston. Good morning, John Paul. How are you today? I'm doing just great. Uh, it was uh, also, I need to point out, it was great seeing you the other day at MIT. Uh, the New England Motor Press Association had a, uh, I think it was a phenomenal show at MIT with uh, the technology conference and our awards, and you were kind enough to be our master of ceremonies. It's a great uh, great thing to come, come and be able to do that for you guys and, and be part of your organization. Uh, a great group of people, great uh, journalists and automobile manufacturers attending. and It's just a, a wonderful event. And in the MIT building we had, it was just over the top. I mean, it's just a beautiful, beautiful structure. I felt smarter just going in and out of the building. Absolutely, absolutely. It sort of rubs off on you, doesn't yeah, it? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was it was a wonderful event, and and gave out some great awards to some very deserving automobiles. So uh, yeah, uh, I, had, I had a great time. Yeah, it was it was a really good time, and it was also given it was also nice giving out some of the uh, uh, other awards we give out to uh, uh, some of the PR people and our buddy over at MIT, Paul Paravano, who uh, uh, has. Uh, certainly helped us make this uh, work, and he's just a great guy at MIT, and it was it was great to give him the Charlie Dole High Road Award, which uh, really goes to people that really do a good job uh, kind of all the way through life, and, and Paul's just a great guy for that. So Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be able to uh, sit at the same table as Paul every year, so it's, it's, it's great to see him get that award. That's yeah. For sure. yeah, it certainly is. Hey, well, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, about you and especially your TV show, Chasing Classic Cars. How'd that show come about? Chasing Classic Cars started uh, eight years ago when there was an article written about a car that I'd pursued, a 1954 Hudson Italia. I'd pursued it since I was 16 years old and bought it when I was 52 years old. So the same exact car. And uh, Donald Osborne, who's a journalist and a great friend of mine, thought it was a great story. 
and he wrote about it in the New York Times, a full-page article in the Sunday automobile section. And uh, Jim Ostrowski, who owns uh, Crashing Way Productions, called me on Monday morning and said, I'd like to do a TV show about you. And I said, what? Why would you want to do that? And he says, well, I've just read about you, and you sound like an interesting guy. Let me come up and talk to you. So uh, we sat in my office for 15 minutes. Uh, he broke the camera out, and uh, the rest is history. It's just amazing and mind-boggling that we've become the number one automobile-related uh, program uh, in the world right now, and uh, other than Top Gear, which is number one, but we're, uh, we're number one in, in, in the HD sector, and it, it, it really is, it just boggles my mind every day I think about it. And this was this was a show really uh, uh, not to not to take any shots at some other sort of reality based shows, but this was a show really based on what you do. Well, and that's what I explained to Jim when he asked me to do this. I said, "Listen, I'm not an actor. I, I don't want to fake anything. Uh, you have one take, and if don't ask me to retake something over and over again because I'm just not interested in doing it. If you want to film what I do on a daily basis." Don't get in my way, and uh, don't ask me to put makeup on or put any particular clothes on, and I'll, I'll see what, how it works. And, and the formula seems to really work well. It's a little bit more than an automobile show. It's a human interest show, and, and so we, we get into the, um, to the owners of the vehicles and their history and their lives and, and how the automobiles relate to their lives, and, and people love it. It's, it's amazing how, it, how it's taken off. It, it it really is, and I I do like that kind of emotional interaction you see uh, when somebody, especially when you can sometimes tell when you find a car that you know the the house is a little bit worn, but the car's special, and the person's not quite sure they want to get rid of the car yet, but you can tell that selling the car is actually going to put them in a better financial place in life too. We did it. We did one. Uh, we bought a BMW 328 from a family, and and the sister had the car in her mother's garage. And there was three sisters actually that owned it together. The father had uh, divorced the the mother, and the the sisters. He left the sisters the cars when he passed away, and they were unsure whether they wanted to sell it. And after speaking with them, I I found that they hadn't seen each other in such a long time because of lack of of. Of funds to be able to get on airplanes and go visit each other. They're all over the country. And a half an hour into our conversation, we were on a, a, on a conference call talking about the car, what to do with it. I said, why don't you sell the car, put all the money in a trust, and once a year go take a family vacation together somewhere. And all of a sudden, like a light bulb went off in all of them. They started to all, all of a sudden talking about where they were going to go, you know, mm. Hawaii, they were going to go to Europe, because the car was worth quite a bit of money. And... A half an hour later, I owned the car, and, and they were already planning their first trip. So sometimes you, you just got to hit the right button uh, with you know and, and fill someone's needs and, and um, make them happy, and that's what that's what sells a car sometimes. Yeah, it it really is, and and it really is about sometimes the you know who owns it. Have have you gone in and? talked with people about a car and maybe they've said, yeah, you know, I'll take, you know, whatever the amount is and they're way undervalued on what, on what the car is really worth. You know, we don't see that very often. That's for sure. With, yep. the, with the internet and, uh, every, everyone sort of, uh, you know, uh, pitching in and helping people out and we help people out. I mean, we, we certainly don't want to go in and pay under what the value of the car mm. is. And because 
I have a, a reputation that, that I've built up uh, over 45 years of being in the business, and I certainly don't want to uh, ruin that reputation by going in and stealing something from right. someone, and that's, that's not what we do. Uh, we want to pay a fair price, and what we have to explain to the people, though, is is that the car needs some repairs and it needs to be done in a certain way, and we're going to have to make a profit at the right. end. Uh, and so, but we want to be fair with everyone, and that's what that's what makes uh, you know a great car dealer in comparison to somebody that changes the name of their business every every six months because they got a hide, you know. Yeah, and you can certainly see it in your personality. To if someone didn't know. Um, I think you would, you know, part of what you do is uh, you help educate the owners who own these vehicles or the families that own these vehicles. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's the thing that, that separates the good guys from the bad guys, you know. And uh, we want to make sure that the car, uh, the family's paid correctly for the car. Uh, but most importantly, too, is, is that most of the families we deal with, they want to see the car go to a good home. And they want to know what's going to happen to it. Where is it going to go? Um, you know, and sometimes we buy a car, and we'll have a customer in mind for the car, and I'll say, "Well, this is probably going to go in this guy's collection." I mean, he's, he babies all of his cars, mm-hmm. and, and that makes a big difference in, in in a person selling the car is knowing what's going to happen to it in the end. Yeah, it it, it really it really does make a difference. Uh, how about some surprises? Have you have uh, you know when you find some of these barn finds or something like? Is there any that have really? You know, you, you had to uh, sort of like lift your jar up off the floor when you, you know, got the door open or uncovered it? Oh, there's there's so many. I mean, you, you go into people's garages. Uh, I mean, there's a Lamborghini I'm still after out in the Midwest that, you know, just every time I think about the doors opening to the garage, it just, like, it chills, you know. And there's some things that you find in cars, too. Um, we bought a Mercedes-Benz down in Florida, and uh, the son sold the car. The father passed away. And... So when we got the car back up here in Connecticut, um, we started going through all the things that were in the car, and there was there was an owner's manual, actually a parts manual in the car. It was a pretty thick book, mm-hmm. and I started going through the pages, and, and the center of the book was cut out, and there was about 10,000 Deutschmarks in the center of the book where the father had, had figured out a place to, to hide some of his money. Well... The money wasn't certainly mine, mm. and, and so um, I, I called the son, and I said, I'm going to send something to you in FedEx. You'll receive it tomorrow morning, but I want to make sure that you're there to sign for it. I didn't say what it was, and, and he called me back. He said, what's this? I said, well, I bought the car. Yes, I want the books. Yes, I want you know, the tools, and I want parts, but that money's not mine. And, and uh, he just he couldn't believe it. <laughs> he still couldn't believe it that you know somebody would send money back, but... You know, if you're an honest person, that's that's what happens. And, and those type of things you find in cars some, sometimes, it really, it's exciting. You never know yeah. what you're going to find. That, uh, you, you, you touched on something real quick. On some of these exotic cars, the toolkit has extraordinary value, doesn't it? Ferrari toolkits, uh, um, very early ones, so a 275 or 250 toolkit can be worth as much as $50,000. Um you know, and, and what you have to have is you have to have that toolkit in order to, to be judged at certain events, or otherwise you get points deducted um, if you're showing a car. So we've we've sort of figured that out amongst restorers of these cars across the country, and there's a few of us. I have a, a spare 250 toolkit, this 275 toolkit, that I'll loan to someone if they're going to show their car, because in reality, it's the only time you ever use it is, is taking it to an automobile show. 
so that you don't get points deducted. So we share toolkits, but uh, so that everybody doesn't have to go out and spend that two hundred fifty. I mean, that fifty thousand dollars for a toolkit. Yeah, it 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 really is, and it's it's one of those things. And like I said, watching watching your program and seeing how you deal with uh, the people that have the cars, and you can tell that. Uh, you see a level of excitement sometimes, you know, when I'm watching your program and I can see you look at something and you get truly excited by it, even though it's something you may have, you know, bought and sold the similar vehicle 10 times. But every time you see a new one, it, you can you can see there's uh, there's, there's some twinkle in your eye. Well, you know, we're, that, that's why I was brought up. My dad uh, restored cars for a living and we went to more car shows every weekend. We were at a car show. I'm here today uh, talking to you from the Greenwich Concours down in Greenwich, Connecticut. Yep. And so far, I've fallen in love with probably 10 cars, Just and I got here early. I'm here at the Bonhams auction, and I didn't think I'd want to buy anything. Well, I'm looking at a car right now, a race car, that I'm just totally in love with. So uh, sometimes you, you have no idea you're going to run into these things, but it's all very exciting and, and such great and cool cars. I mean, and, and that's... That's what makes me tick. You know, I've got my family comes first, but uh, automobiles is definitely a second. That's for sure. Well, it, it certainly it certainly proves out. And like you said, you're you're not a TV guy. You don't wear you don't wear the TV clothes. You don't do the TV makeup. Um, you're you're a guy who's been restoring cars for quite a while. And you have what two or three different businesses? I've got a couple businesses. Yeah, a restoration shop and then a, and a sales business, and then. Um, uh, I've got a consulting business also that I consult with people to try to show them and point them in the right direction when they're purchasing cars and selling the cars out of their collections. Because some people, they'll, they'll want to invest in an automobile, and uh, they unless they have the real knowledge of what is a true investment rather than what maybe they like, you know, they'll... They'll pick out a, a, a new Ferrari and think that, you know, because the old ones are going up in value, the new ones certainly will. Well, they won't, and it, but it's going to take a long time for the old ones to catch up. Yeah. I, so, yeah. so we advise people on um, what to do. Yeah, I guess if you look back at the different uh, ebbs and flows of the market, when the F40 came out, all of a sudden they were three-quarters of a million, then they were two million, then they were half a million. Yeah, they go up and down. But what what's really good is is that uh, uh, the market is certainly with that type of stuff. That's a that's a supercar, and so that market is stabilized very well. But the the regular Ferrari market in the, the earlier cars uh, pre nineteen seventy three is just it's a, it's white hot right now. Mm. It's not red hot. It's white hot. It's so it's it's amazing what these cars values are, and people are understanding that they're pieces of art as as well as an automobile. So. The, the investors are out there uh, buying these cars up, and uh, it's good and it's bad. It, it sort of knocks out the, the regular guy that wants to buy a, a vintage Ferrari, um, but yet uh, that's that's how the market goes. But you know what? It will go back down again, so we have to sort of figure out where that crest in the wave is. Yeah, I, I suppose that's like with any kind of investment. And just like any kind of investment, what, past performance isn't a guarantee of future results? Exactly, exactly. And and what we tell people is, is that, listen, if you're ready to jump in and, and, and buy a great car and invest in it, it even if the market goes down, it, let's say the world's economy goes to a big zero, you still can walk in your garage tomorrow and have that beautiful car sitting there. Whereas if you're in a stock portfolio or something like that, once the screen says zero on your computer, there is no nothing left. So at least if the value of the car goes down, you still have the car as long as you still love it, what is the difference? 
You yeah, know, and um, that that is an excellent point. You know, buy. I guess for people who have the wherewithal to buy. Buy something you love because at the end of the day, whether it's gone up or down in value, you still have a beautiful car that uh, either sitting still you can appreciate or better yet, you get behind the wheel and drive it. And that's what automobiles bring you is that pleasure of many different uh, feelings. You know, you can go out in the garage. I, I sometimes go out in my garage with a glass of wine and just stand there and look at my cars. And I'm just in awe every time I go down and look at them. And, and I enjoy looking at them and, and thinking about the history of each one of them. And and uh, that's what makes a difference to me. But yet you can get in it and drive it also. Um, and then it's not bad to think about how much it's worth, too. So yeah, <laughs> it all works out really well. I, I suppose that's absolutely true. Uh, how Before we let you go, before you go buy a, a vintage race car... Uh, well, for, you know, there was a lot of American muscle cars that were really hot, uh, whether it was, uh, you know, whether it was, uh, you know, real kind of semi-exotic stuff like Superbirds and AR Cudas and, you know, even 340 Dusters and, you know, 70 Camaros. Is there, um, could you take a stab at a future collectible? Well, a future collectible to me is something with low production. And yep. so that's the way I look at it. I mean, if they made... If they made 35,000 of something, I mean, it's not going to be very collectible because there's just so many of them out there. And that's why I never understand the muscle car phenomenon mm. because, you know, uh, they made 35,000 of this particular model. I said, how can that be collectible, you know, if there's that many of those cars out there? But it all depends on what you want. Uh, mm -hmm. A future collectible to me is something like a Z8 um, a BMW, uh, very limited production, a Ford GT where they, they make a run of them for a couple of years, and then that's it. And and so uh, and they're great cars, too. So yeah. you look at limited production, great automobile, um, and, and that's that's the future collectible, I think. Yeah, certainly you pick two cars that are fabulous cars. I had the opportunity to drive a Z8 when it came out, and, and just that kind of really timeless style, everything down to the, you know, thin steering wheel that, you know, brought back uh, BMWs from, you know, 30 years earlier. And, of course, the Ford GT is just a phenomenal car. And I think that thing's gone up in value $100,000. Oh, at least, yeah. Um, there's the Heritage uh, Edition, which is the, the Gulf Colors, and they're selling for four hundred dollars to $500,000 now for low-mileage examples. So, I mean, that's, that's the market, is supply and demand and when there's, uh, there's no supply but the demand is there the price goes up so it's it's something to to look at if somebody's looking to invest and, and have a great car and in the heritage part of this too is the automobile manufacturers i mean you and i are so involved with this stuff that's what's selling cars today everybody's going retro everybody wants to have the look or the the feel of a vintage car but yet the performance of a modern car and it, it, it works out really well for all the manufacturers i mean they're doing such a great job these days it's it's great to see well when we were when we were at the uh mit event and i don't uh, i think it might have been john davis who said today there are really no bad cars name the last bad car you can remember driving yeah, and then in Kia and Hyundai, they were, you know, sort of at the bottom of the run there for a long time. And then suddenly, I mean, that car manufacturer just turned around, turned the corner 180 degrees. And they're such great cars today. I mean, you know, and, and the bad cars are sort of dwindled away. I mean, there was, you know, the Suzuki's weren't a, a, a terrific car, but yet they're, they're, they're out of the country now. They're not manufacturing uh, for this country, I don't believe, anymore. So... You know, it sort of weans its way out, but all the cars today, and I say the same thing as John, 
I don't see a bad car out there anymore. The fit and the finish and the miles per gallon and some are better than others. Don't get me wrong, right. but yet there's not a bad car out there. Yeah, and you look at you. You mentioned Hyundai. You look at the the brand new Genesis that was just shown a, a couple of weeks ago. A phenomenal car. Unbelievable. Just, I mean, you know, uh, Lexus. A lot of the guys, as we know, came over from Lexus and and uh, just turned that company around. It's amazing. It wasn't. The complete turnaround, that's for sure, but the styling that they brought to, to Hyundai, and that's what was missing is that styling. And then they went ahead and they and they and they built a, a you know a better car with the fit and the finish. I mean, that's what people want. People want to make sure that the car is as good as a Mercedes or or a Bentley or whatever uh, for a price point that they can afford. And yeah, they may not be made of the same materials and stuff as a Bentley, but uh, you know the fit and the finish today is just unbelievable. It it certainly is, and although I I will question the Equus a little bit, I, it's a beautiful car. They did a phenomenal job with it, but I think if you were going to spend eighty five thousand dollars on a Mercedes or sixty five thousand dollars on an Equus, you'd probably spend the eighty five on the Mercedes. But yeah, and, yeah. and you know it's 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 a great car, great car to drive and stuff. But yet it's it's that thing that they need to get over that hump. Uh, and I think the price point they should focus more on the price point of, of sixty thousand and under. Um, and really make great cars in, the, in that price point, rather than trying to compete with the big boys. And and uh, there's certain certain things that car manufacturers maybe shouldn't dive into. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think so. I think that's that's truly the case. Chasing classic cars, uh, Velocity Channel uh, Tuesdays at ten, and and then sometimes Tuesdays, you're on Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesdays at ten, and uh, we look forward to the, filming some new episodes, bringing them to our our fans. Uh, it's amazing how the show has grown over the years. Um, we're, we're, we're like the fifth most popular TV show in Japan at the moment. Um, uh, in the Middle East, it's, it's, it's huge. South America, it's, it's amazing how many emails and, and phone calls they get from fans all over the world. So it's very exciting. Well, uh, you get the emails and uh, phone calls from your fans because you can tell you're the guy who's on the TV. You know, it, yeah. it, it comes through 100%. You're, you're not an actor pretending to be somebody else. No, no. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm very fortunate. Just one more thing. I'm very fortunate to be able to do what I want to do on the TV show. What you see on the TV show is what happens in my life. There's no script. There's no planning. It, we, I just do what I do uh, and, and I'm able to bring it to the, to the fans. Uh, and I'm also able to talk about certain things that are important in my life, such as autism. Uh, my daughter uh, has autism, and I'm able to talk about that and show people and talk to people a little bit about what autism is about and, and try to bring awareness. And, and I'm very, very fortunate to be able to do that on our TV show. So i got to yeah. thank the network for doing that. For yeah, me. and we were we were very happy at NEMPA to be able to, uh, with the MIT event, to be able to uh, help you with uh, your charity, Autism Speaks, too. And so. we, we really appreciate that. That's a... Uh, it's something I've been doing for quite a while now for the past uh, four years is go around, I, 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 you know, an MC and I give talks. And all I ask for is, is a donation to, to Autism Speaks. Uh, I don't take a, a paycheck for, for doing these events. And it makes me feel so good to be able to help out my charity and to be able to help the organization that I'm, I'm speaking to. So it works out really well on both ends. Wayne, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your Saturday morning. I know you're waiting to go buy a race car. Yeah, I could. Exactly. I could well, tell. I could. Happens, I'll report back to you the next time I see you, John Paul. Yeah, I could kind of hear it in your voice. <laughs> hey, hey, Wayne. Thanks, and uh, take care, and talk soon. Thanks. Take care. Bye -bye. Yep. Bye bye.
That was Wayne Carini, host of Chasing Classic Cars. You can find out more information if you go to Velocity.com, check out the various TV shows. You will see a link to Chasing Classic Cars and a, a couple little pieces to some episodes on there as well. Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to a special edition of the Car Doctor program on this 4th of July. Honey, I'm really worried about our retirement funds. Oh, me too. We lost so much value in the recession in the stock market. I'm worried we won't have enough to retire. Jim next door told me that he had set up a new kind of IRA with the Gold Silver Group. He said how simple and safe it was. It's a private storage IRA, and we could have real gold and silver in our hands. Really? You mean we can actually see it and touch it? Absolutely. Jim said we could have all the benefits of an IRA to help build our retirement income. Bottom line, we would own a real tangible asset, and we would have the security of of knowing we're protected no matter what the economy does. What do you think? I think we need to find out how to get our own private storage IRA. We need to call the Gold Silver Group right now. Are you ready to protect your future? Call 800-296-7609 now to find out how easy and safe it is to set up a private storage IRA with Gold Silver Group and find out how you can qualify for up to $700 in free silver. All transactions are privately delivered and fully insured. Please call us now. 800-296-7609. 800-296-7609. The staff of Salem Media Group Boston would like to wish you and your family a happy, fun, safe, and God-filled 4th of July. We know that we have the most loyal listeners, and we value them very much. So from our family to yours, God bless America, and happy 4th of July. Sometimes I wonder what I'm going to do, but there ain't no cure for the summertime Hey, what's going on there? It's Kurt again, your interstate battery guy, with some thoughts about how to avoid any summertime battery blues. You should charge your batteries before you use them. Whether it's for your boat, your motorcycle, your jet skis, that Power Wheels car in the corner, or your cordless yard equipment. You know, after the long winter, you need to charge them up before you use them. At the Interstate All Battery Center in Woburn, we have just the charger you need and a complete line of batteries for those that have just had it. Interstate All Battery Center is also your storm prep center. We have a great line of flashlights, equipment, and alkaline or rechargeable batteries to get you through any power outage. So remember, we're here to help keep the fun, fun, fun in your some, some summertime. For more information, check us out at interstatebatteries.com in Woburn or stop by our store at 30 Nashville Street. For summer fun, always count on outrageously dependable Interstate Batteries. Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to the 4th of July special edition episode. We'll be back next week live at 8.30, so save your phone calls for then.
Hi, this is John Paul, the car doctor. You're listening to some of my favorite patriotic music on this 4th of July.
Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to a special edition of the Car Doctor program on this 4th of July. The staff of Salem Media Group Boston would like to wish you and your family a happy, fun, safe, and God-filled 4th of July. We know that we have the most loyal listeners and we value them very much. So from our family to yours, God bless America and happy 4th of July. Hi, this is John Paul, the Car Doctor. You're listening to the 4th of July special edition episode. We'll be back next week live at 8.30, so save your phone calls for then. And our guest this morning, and I got to meet this guy when we were up at the remote at Jaffari and Volvo Toyota, uh, Kurt the Battery Guy. I don't know if Kurt's really got a last name. I think his last name is the Battery Guy. (laughs) It is. And uh, before we get going, I understand you were putting your boat in the water the other day. How'd that go? I was prepping it to put oh. it in the water the other day. I'm, I'm still prepping it, and it's going in later this afternoon. Well, good for you. Good for you. It's always always nice to be able to get out in the water. But let's talk about your business a little bit. Uh, 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 obviously, you're the battery guy. What do you sell? <laughs> so the technical term would be a portable energy storage unit. Um, and it's anything from a double A cell, uh, coin cells. We do thousands of those, um, all the way up to huge telecom and, and uh, forklift batteries. Wow! So, so if I've been sitting on my uh, remote control to st- uh, to start my car and sat on it for a couple hours, yeah, and uh, and then um, the battery went dead, I could come up and get a battery a battery for my remote control for my yeah. uh, for my key fob, which sometimes is a little bit hard to find. 
Absolutely. You can come right by. We got um, every make, every model, um, and it takes about uh, five minutes. Yeah. And let's let's talk about your car batteries. What do you sell for car batteries? So we're Interstate brand yep. car batteries. Yep. The number one rated, number one selling battery on the planet. Um, and, and I say on the planet, I mean on the planet. They sold their first battery in China uh, about 30 days ago. So that's been pretty cool. Yep. Um, we're all original equipment fit, original equipment spec. So uh, you, you haven't put one on like the moon moon rover or anything yet. You haven't you haven't become uh, uh, extra planetary or something. I don't know what you call it when it's outside the when it's outside the world. We want to try to take care of this planet first. All right, and we'll, go, we'll go next. And let's talk about technology a little bit. I was talking to somebody the other day that uh, was uh, was going to put a battery in a BMW, and with a BMW and some other cars, it's not just so simple. You throw a battery, and you have to tell the car it got a new battery, right? <laughs> Absolutely, it's kind of crazy. The charging system adjusts in a BMW as the life of the battery goes on, and the, and the battery begins to wear down. The charging system compensates for it, and so it, and it doesn't discompensate for it when you put a new battery in. Mm. You have to manually do that. So once you put a new battery into a, a BMW, it's mostly just the ones with what they call the X drive system yep. right now. Um, you you got to make sure to tune back the, the charging system. It's called registering the battery. Mm-hmm. And if you don't register the battery, can it do any damage besides probably shorten the life of the new battery? It'll shorten the life of the new battery. The charging system will, will uh, be cooking it, uh, charging it. And, yep. uh, I call cooking it yep. a little bit, uh, a little bit at a higher rate than it needs to, yep. and it'll shorten the life of that battery. Yep. It happens with other cars too. They don't have the quite the registration process, but some people when they when they end up changing their own battery, they you know they just think they go in, they take the battery out, and they uh, put a new battery in, um, and there's no worries. But you gotta you have to know certain cars. Um, have a, a theft registration or a theft application yep. so that when you take the battery out and put a new one in, the car won't start unless you do a, another sequence of events to, to let the car know that it's really you. Mm. So it's a, it's a tricky process. You need to make sure when you do have your battery installed, you end up at a, at a, a repair shop that knows what they're doing. And all our interstate battery uh, authorized dealers all understand the different nuances of each make vehicle and, and we'll take care of you to make sure it's, it's done right even something as simple like a lot of cars today have radios with anti-theft systems in them and if you take the battery out it thinks someone tried to steal the radio it does yeah That's exactly right yeah um or certain models of uh audi um you take the battery out it just says you know when you go to restart it it just says um nope we're uh we're not gonna let you start that until we know it's really you mm. and uh you need a uh, a program key that actually works through the radio. Oh, okay. So, so it's not it's not as simple as uh, you know, you know, somebody that the last battery they put in it was in 1975, and they took the battery out, threw the new battery in, tightened it up, and set it on its way. Not anymore. Now you can actually install a battery, um, and when you drive away, your car starts running like crap, and it, 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 you're wondering what the heck did I do. And it just takes the car, some cars, it takes newer cars, it takes the computer um, about 100 miles to reset your car. The newer cars are constantly adjusting themselves to your driving ability, right. or your driving style. And so 
when you take the battery out, it loses that, and then you, if you put one in, it just kind of resets the factory mm-hmm. setting, and it, it takes a while for the car to understand again. And some of that can be solved with using a memory saver, right, or something to be able to hold a car's memory? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Any authorized, um, any good authorized shop, any if your um, interstate dealers would be using some type of memory saver to just to make it simple. So all your settings, you know, both in the computer and your creature comfort settings, right, your seats, your, your windows, some of them, you know, you can program for three or four different drivers and radios. Um, all of that will be saved. And and that's a good point. Being you know being a professional installer, um, you want to make sure you give the car back. You know you you give the car back with a new battery in it, but you also want to give the car back in the same condition it was when you got it. So you yeah, want to make sure that those three memory settings all work, and the person who has their favorite radio station set and their their uh, memory seat set and all that stuff is all is all exactly back where it was when they brought the car in. That's part of uh, part of solving the problem and making uh, you know, making our customers glad they came back. No, it's 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 a good idea, and you know, just making sure you have you know have the right battery in the car because you know too often I hear people say, "Oh, just you know, I'm only keeping the car another couple of years. Just put the cheapest battery in you can find." Um, you know, or people write to me and say that. In fact, you know, put the the battery is a, is one of the key components to making sure the car runs right. The battery is a key piece of equipment in that yep. vehicle. Yep, yeah, it really is. And uh, you said, you know, I, I, you know, said something about you getting your boat ready for the water. Uh, you sell uh, marine batteries too? Oh, absolutely. We're, yeah. uh, in fact, we're uh, one out of seven marine batteries installed uh, in this country are, are interstate batteries. Mm. And a marine battery, uh, like an RV battery, they're different than a conventional car battery, right? Well, there is differences, yes. So the marine starting battery um, or an RV starting battery essentially is the same as a mm-hmm. car battery. Um, it might have a little bit of a different connection on yeah. there to be set up in your boat. Um, but the, so the deep cycle batteries for, for people who keep their boat um, on a mooring mm-hmm. rather than on a dock with power, or, or people who use their boats, you know, when they go off and they weekend on them and mm-hmm. they rely on the batteries to to provide the power all weekend long, they need a deep cycle battery. Mm-hmm. Um, and deep cycle batteries are built differently than starting batteries. Um, I liken it to um, the difference between a, um, a marathon runner, which would be the deep cycle battery. It provides a lot of current, uh, a little bit of current for a long period of time. That's Marita. Oh. That's the equivalent of Marita. She's a marathon runner. Uh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, then I use a boxer because a boxer is the one one punch. Yeah, shot. that's that's yeah. You're lucky to get one punch out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the difference between the two of them, John Paul. Yeah. No. It. It. You know. It's. It's important. And you know when I. Uh, you know, when I talk to people about drivability problems with their cars, you know, one of the first things I always tell them to look for is look at battery voltage, look at battery connection, look at voltage drop, because you can find you can find so many drivability and performance problems related to uh, poor battery condition and poor battery connections. Yeah, the connections. I mean, I was talking with a guy yesterday with on his uh, about his boat. He's got you know two perfectly good batteries in his boat. He puts um. You know, one battery won't start the motor really well, but it's a perfectly good battery. Mm-hmm. And the other battery in another position starts it just fine. 
Mm. Well, I think we're going to find out that he's got, you know, either he installed the, the second battery himself. I think he's going to find he's got either too long a cable run or there's a, there's a corroded cable or a bad connection in there. Yeah. And uh, there's just silly little things that, um, again, a professional will be able to, to track down for you um, that you would automatically think it's battery. It's always easiest for it to be the battery, right? Oh, it's sure, easy, yeah. Right? And it's, you know... Even though batteries have gone up in price across the board over the over the past few years, it's still a cheap fix, and it's the one you hope you can do. Yeah, yeah, and and sometimes and sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. And one of the things I always get frustrated by, and I'm sure you do a little bit too, when you know you put you put a battery in someone's car, and you know maybe they have another problem later down the road, and they take it to. Uh, could be a different repair shop, could be the car dealership. They're like, well, you know, it's not the factory battery that's the problem. In most cases, whether it's interstate or other companies, they're the ones that are making the factory batteries, right? So there's only a few battery manufacturers yeah. in the country, absolutely. Um, and I don't know, if they're, if, they're going, if they're leaving from us or one of our repair shops yeah. and, and having a battery put in, we would certainly hope they would come back to that repair yeah. shop and, and have the faith in, the, in that dealer to, to get the problem fixed mm. right, um, to move on to someone else. I mean, you know as well as I do, there are, you need to, to find people you can trust. Right, absolutely. You can't trust everybody. Yeah. No, absolutely. And uh, how about, uh, you know, I, I was talking to somebody with a hot rod the other day, and they, they were telling me about their their uh glass mat battery that they had mounted I think I want to say they told me they had it either mounted upside down or sideways do you have that style battery too we do and um, you can mount them in any position and that's and they're also a more durable battery over, mm -hmm. the, over the course of time they they handle cold better they handle heat better they handle overcharging better they handle discharging better um, more expensive it's a, it's a different technology yep um, charging systems in the cars is, um, while essentially the same, is there's some you know fine characteristics that are adjusted to mm -hmm. recognize the absorb glass mat battery. But um, overall, they are interchangeable uh, today, and all your all your leading manufacturers are switching over to absorb glass mat batteries. Mm. Um, that'll be the battery of the future. Yeah, and like you said, you 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 keep saying you know your. Your guys, your authorized shops that put these batteries in, I think one of the important things about having going to a good shop when you have a battery put in, one of the, one of the important things that I always see is make sure that battery is fully charged when it gets in the car. Too often I see sometimes somebody will, you know, uh, a shop that's not quite up to where it should be, they'll put a battery in, the battery voltage is lower than it should be going in, and all of a sudden, that charging system's not really, you know, it's struggling to get that battery up to where it belongs. So it's important to make sure that these new batteries are fully charged, right? Yes, it is. Uh, a, a new battery actually will be a, <clears throat> will not have reached its maximum um, cycle ability yep. as it comes out of the box. It'll, right. It'll have to go through a couple of charge, discharge charge cycles yep. to, to get there, um, but... All too often, we hear customers who have had discharged batteries or, or repair shops mm -hmm. um, who say, you know, they put it in and they just let the charging system charge that battery up. Um, that's just not a good solution. Yeah. No, I, I was I was talking to somebody with a with a Harley the other day. They went out and bought a new uh, new battery for it, and uh, they said, you know, it just it 
it just didn't seem right afterwards. And I said, well, did you, did you charge the battery up when you got it? Did they charge it up before they gave it to you? And they said, no. And when they, when they went to check the battery voltage, I think it was just barely 12 volts. Yeah, and especially on a motorcycle, yeah. that's especially hard because um, a lot of them, their, their charge cycle doesn't even kick in until the bike is over uh, over 2,000 RPMs. So it could, you know. Yeah. No, it really is. And like you said, you sell everything. So when uh, when uh, my uh, Fios uh, telephone backup battery goes bad, I can come up and see you? <laughs> Give me a call first. Yeah. Some of the odd ones we don't keep in stock, but yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No, it's just it's just nice to know, you know, that uh, that you guys have this sort of, you know, one-stop shop. You're able to either have it in stock or get it. Uh, be able to, you know, be able to, like you said, handle everything. Handle everything from, you know, little tiny button batteries to, you know, like you said, great big uh, forklift or industrial or tractor trailer or commercial equipment batteries. And you can get those and be able to provide them for the customers that need them. Every battery for every need. I mean, from from those coin cells for your for your key fob. Uh, we just gotta we just want to bid to to provide all the batteries as a backup for one of the the uh, courthouses downtown. Wow. So oh, yeah, great. Um, those telecom batteries. Are mm. So so yeah, my favorite little flashlight has uh, it's uh, they're not AAA batteries. They're four A batteries. Little skinny skinny batteries. You, can you even get those if I need them? Quad A's. Have them in stock. Come on down and you, see me. You can't get them at Radio Shack, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and Kurt, thanks. Or, or any of the big box stores. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, it, and you know, it's it's nice to do, you know, it's I think for people it's nice to do business with somebody that, you know, you you know they're, they're there and you can talk, you know, you know just a, a you know, somebody who knows their business, knows what they're talking about. I think it's always nice. So, hey, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your Saturday morning, joining us this morning on the uh, introduction of the first 8.30 start time. So even my battery needed a little work this morning, you know, the one, <laughs> in, the one inside me. But, uh, but you know, it's, uh, it was great, great to have you on. And, uh, you know, give me a call when you get the boat in the water. <laughs> I'll give you a call. We'll go for a ride, John. All right. All right. Take care, Kurt. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Kurt, the interstate battery guy, I uh, got to meet him, like I said, up at uh, Jaffari and Volvo Toyota. He, uh, I think he stopped by on his motorcycle, actually. So, uh, But nice, nice guy, knows what he's talking about, has the right equipment, and, uh, you know, you, you need a battery for your car. Uh, why not? Hi, this is John Paul. Thanks for listening to this special edition of the Car Doctor program. And until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt. Drive safely and be good to your car. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.